Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And he said, uh, after it was over, I went up to him and I said to him, Now, brother, I've been going along with you on some things, some of the little minor things that wasn't so important anyhow. But now, that you put out tonight, he said, I had my Bible there. He said, you're going to have to show me from the Bible. I can't find that in the Bible. You're going to have to give me chapter and verse or I'm not going to accept it. Oh, this man said, you'll not find what I'm teaching in that thing. Oh, he said, I'm way out beyond that. I know so much more than what's in there. In the, oh, brother. When they know so much more than what's in the Bible, brother, they're too far out for me. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue with more from the message series by Kenneth E. Hagan. What to do when faith seems weak and victory lost. Stay tuned. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this week's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Ken Hagan's message. And I've been eating the same kind of food for all these years. Never made me sick yet. My faith worked. You see, because it was something that's necessary. And the Word of God does teach that it's sanctified by the Word of God in prayer. Now, by the same token, however, I want to show you something now. And as a 15-year-old boy, well, it's just about on my 16th birthday, I knew enough to know it wouldn't work. Nobody told me, but just knew it. Now, by the same token, from the, from the time that I was four years old till I was uh, 15 years old, I drank coffee. Now, as a little boy, you know, it just had a whole lot of milk in it, you know. Because at the table, you know, they drink coffee. But the time I was 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, I drank coffee just as strong as Grandpa did. Because I lived in my Grandpa's home, you see. But I got up one morning. I got up one morning and, and ate my breakfast. Same thing I'd been eating for years. And drank my coffee just like I always had. And about the time I got up from the table, I had acute indigestion. I was so sick. I wanted to die. I was afraid I wouldn't. Oh, brother, you talk about being sick. Do you ever have acute indigestion? Oh, my Lord. And I couldn't figure out what it was, you see. And I thought, well, you know, you just, you know, I, I wasn't a Christian now, you understand. And so I, uh, I we did pray at the table, but, but I wasn't a Christian. And so I, uh, you know, just passed it by. It's just, you know, it's something, you know. But the next morning, same thing. Next morning, same thing. Just as soon as I finished breakfast. Because really, that's the only time I drink coffee is breakfast. You know, I didn't know it. Well, I left everything else off because I didn't want to give up the coffee. I left this off, and I left that off, and I left the other off. And it finally, as a last resort, I left the coffee off. And the moment I left it off, I said, all right, never did have another. Never another one. Never had another one. See? Well, I thought maybe it's because I drank too much of that coffee, you know, on an empty stomach before I started eating breakfast. So I eat my breakfast first and then drink my coffee. Still a sick. Well, and then I eat my breakfast and just took a little sip along. Still I was sick. I, the only way I could do is just leave it off. See. Now this happened. I was living with the other grandmother going to another school. And so I'd come back to this grandmother's house, you see, and, and I'd become bedfast, you see. And so she said to the doctor, she not knowing because I never told her what had happened to me. She said, well, could he have a cup of coffee? No, no, I don't want him to have any coffee. Well, she said he's drank coffee all his life. Oh, well, now, if he's drank coffee all his life, then it'll be all right just at breakfast to give him a weak cup of coffee. And so they brought me a weak cup of coffee, and I drank it, and I liked to die. 
Oh my God. Somebody said, well, why didn't you believe God? I had enough sense to know that my faith's not going to work out. There's no food value to coffee. The doctor didn't want me to have it to begin with. Are you listening to me? I just knew on the inside of me as a 15, 16 year old boy, just a few days before my 16th birthday, I knew on the inside of me that my faith would work on that food. I needed it. It's food value. My body needs it. The doctor said so. He knows about those things. He didn't want me to have the coffee anyhow. I never even tried to get my faith to work on the coffee because there's no food value to it. See, we ought to have some sense on some things. Are you listening to me? Amen. Absolutely the truth. Absolutely the truth. So I didn't even try. I knew my faith wouldn't work on that deal, and so I never even tried to get it to work. But it did work on the food. I didn't get the least bit sick. I could eat anything in the world. Anything in the world. Amen. A fellow said to me, we was having a seminar there in Tulsa one time. This fellow came over from to visit another fellow that was visiting in us because they was in business together one time, business man from Fort Smith, Arkansas. Well, we had already been invited, my wife and I, and this other man that was visiting us from California had been invited to another businessman there in Tulsa's home after the service. It's wintertime, you see. Seminars we're having there in Tulsa and it's going to have chili. And so this man was invited, he and his wife also from Fort Smith, see. On the way over there in the car, he didn't know what was going to have, you see. They mentioned it was going to have chili. This man's wife was a, was, was just marvelous. I mean, the chili, she meant just go out of this world, boys. And this man in the car spoke and said, man, I can't eat that chili. What am I going to do? Are they going to have anything else? No, I don't have anything else. That's it. <laughs> That's how he was going. We knew we'd sample her chili before, you see. We got all this. Oh, this businessman from Fort Smith said, I can't eat that. I have ulcers of the stomach. I can't eat chili. I said, brother, don't you bother about it at all. I know he told me years afterwards, several years afterwards. He said, you know, I almost questioned that, but I said, well, no, I won't doubt it. He said it, I won't doubt it. I said, no, sir, I'll sanctify it, and you can eat all you want. I'll have an effect on you. And he told me years after, he said, you know, Brother Higgin, I ate that chili. I ate another bowl. I finally found, wound up eating three bowls. Never had any effect upon me. And not only that, but from that day to this, I never had another symptom of ulcerated stomach. Now see, we got a right to believe for that. See, we got a right to believe for that. So have enough sense to know where your faith, where it will work and where it won't work. And, and don't get out beyond the Word of God. You, you're in trouble you get out beyond the Word of God. That's the thing that bothers me about a lot of people going around teaching a lot of things, some new revelation, so on and so forth. Friend of mine, I, I knew this. I didn't hear the man teach. But uh, uh, I, I was in this man's presence on one occasion. He came in to visit one of my services. Somebody that was conducting the meeting recognized him and asked him to say a few words while he's up talking. I knew in my spirit this, this guy's not right. He's not for real. I don't mean now we got a spirit of criticism. We shouldn't have that and fault find it. But I believe the Spirit of God will alert us and to save us from problems and trouble if we'll just listen to Him. See? I just sensed in my spirit that guy, you know, I mean, he's saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, all right, but he's got off. You know, you can get off. If you don't listen to the Bible and stay with the Bible, you can get off. 
Well, he went to, from where I was preaching in the process of time to another large city and was having some meetings teaching. He was a man was a teacher. And so a friend of mine, a man that had spent himself 35, 37 years as a teacher, after he said to me, he said, I'm, I'm really embarrassed, Brother Hagin, a man of my you know, qualification would be so misled and taken in. And some folks from my Bible class, you know, they went and we was all going, you know, and they were some things that wasn't altogether maybe right up to par, but I wanted to give a man the benefit of the doubt, you know, so I didn't. But one night he said, that poor fella, he got off on some things, see, because he'd been teaching for several weeks now, and then he gets into this other, see, that's the way they do, just lead you on a little by little. And he said, uh, after it was over, I went up to him, and I said to him, now, brother, I've been going along with you on some things, some little old mind things that wasn't so important anyhow. But now, that you put out tonight, and he said, I had my Bible there. He said, you're going to have to show me from the Bible. I can't find that in the Bible. You're going to have to give me chapter and verse, or I'm not going to accept it. Oh, this man said, you'll not find what I'm teaching in that thing. Oh, he said, I'm way out beyond that. I know so much more than what's in there. In the, oh, brother. When they know so much more than what's in the Bible, brother, they're too far out for me. Amen. <laughs> yeah, you won't find what I'm teaching in that thing. No man had any respect for God would ever call the Bible a thing. And, and people are misled. Now here's what, here's what is peculiar to me. Here was this Bible teacher, 37 years. Bible teacher. And he said to me with tears, said, what I hate about it, Brother Hagin, is he said, then I tried to pull my group out to cooperate with it, but I lost a lot of them, was carried off. But a little old Chinese woman that had been Buddhist all her life, whole family, Buddhist. Her mom and daddy had come over here, you see, from the foreign country, you know, when she was a little girl, went into business. Now the girls are running to business because the man and the woman's old, aged, make their home with them, but her mama was sick. Doctors couldn't help her. They prayed to Buddha. They had in the basement of their beautiful home a, a, a statue of Buddha. In fact, it's worth thousands of dollars because encased with different jewels and so on and so forth. But you see, they couldn't find, couldn't get healed. Doctors can't help her. Dear old mothers become bedfast. So they read about a healing revival going on in town. Carried her mother out to that healing meeting. Her mama got healed and she got saved. The young woman got saved. Praise the Lord. Not, now, not filled with the Spirit yet. She got filled with the Spirit in my meeting. I laid hands on a whole bunch of all these Chinese. The whole family came in. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, they weren't filled with the Holy Ghost, but she got saved. Then she got her mama saved. Then she got her daddy saved. Then she got her sister saved. And she, just as a new baby, six, four months old, less than, less than a year old, see, just, just four months old, she was going to this because, see, this, this man, this, this Bible teacher for 37 years, see, he had this large Bible class in this church where they're having a healing meeting where the woman got healed, see. And so she went, she told me, she said, the first time I heard this fellow, all the rest of them were taken in. I think about it. these older Christians, some of them saved and filled the Holy Ghost 35 years more. They was all taken in. And here's a baby, four months old, 
She said, the first time I went, something on the inside of me told me, said, leave that fellow alone. Don't go back and hear him anymore. He's false. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month, we're offering the paperback book by Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. Plus, the book by Ken Hagan, You Can Make It, and CD message, Walking with God by Ken Hagan. All three tremendous resources are yours for just $14.95. That's $8.95 off the regular price. Call now to get this very special offer, 1-888-FAITH-99. Strengthen your faith and grow. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Start your new year off right. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. You, you can watch Rhema Praise uh, video cast. That's right. Uh, and you can listen to Rhema, to Rhema for Today radio. And you can read the Word of Faith magazine. Uh, all of this online. can be done online at Rhema.org. That's right. If you want to do that. And you also can download uh, our, our app. From the, to the iPhone or the Android, and, and also watch, watch our services us. live right. at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning, 7 o'clock Sunday night, and 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. Central time. Central time. Okay, yeah, you always get that in there. i, I got to get I, that in there. Well, I, do, I don't think that away, I so know. I'm glad you do. <laughs> Uh, you're the you're the detail person. I am. <laughs> I am. I'm your helpmate. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue to strengthen our faith with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.